Oh, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Monday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a Cilia package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, James Shaw had a good idea last week, and Mike wants to talk about that. Uh, he also wants to uh, tell you how worried he is about vaping and the gun numbers, and about how the council seems to be able to just completely demolish half the city in front of your business and not pay you back for it. But before any of that, oh, we are the world champions of netball. How good is Nolene Tarua? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, I think the combination with her and Debbie um, are so complimentary. Um, her read of the game, her strategy, her empowerment of, te- of the team uh, is massive. And I think... Um, New Zealand's very lucky um, to have her potentially staying on for another four years. I'm excited to watch. Exactly. Some of the players aren't staying on, though. So is this, in a way, an end of an era? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, time for um, some new sprightly people to come through. Um, and I think um, it's an exciting time. It's great to see the New Zealand authentic game back. Um, and, um, you know, we... We hand it over, or um, I, I can't wait to watch it keep going. Are, are you glad you're back in that sense, given all you've gone through and the rules and the regulations and the decisions that have been made this whole story over the last year or two? Uh, I've certainly enjoyed being back. Um, there's nothing like competing on the international stage. I've really enjoyed um, my netball to date. Um, and, look, I think it's, it's just about the journey, man. You, you never know um, what's around the corner or what opportunities open up, and I'm fortunate that I'm just here today. Good on you. Is there a quiet fizzy drink to be had in Liverpool tonight? <laughs> I love it, yep. A strong fizzy drink, absolutely. Oh, yes, I love a strong fizzy. Um, yeah, I, I just can't help feeling kind of sorry for the Australians... Uh, over the last few weeks, uh, didn't even make the final of the cricket. Uh, can't beat South Africa at the rugby. Uh, can't beat us at the netball. What's happened there? Shame. Real shame. Uh, James Shaw seems to be winning at politics. Farmers, having been dragged into the ETS, are going to be paying a very high price for something that's not really their fault. I mean, animal gas is nature. It's not farming. And yet it is the farmer who is stuck with the bill. Further, that bill will be passed on to us, thus making our cost of living more expensive. And further to that, when they try and pass that cost on to the offshore markets, the markets won't accept it because there will be other farmers in other parts of the world that won't be part of an ETS scheme and therefore will be producing product cheaper than us. It is those farmers that will fill the gap. So our farmers will be paying more, earning less, an economic equation that is simply unacceptable to those of us who see a living is more important than a theory called climate change. Science can help solve all of those problems. The Greens, they hate GE. They hate GE as much as they hate a 6.75 litre V12 and a Rolls-Royce. And yet driven, I'm assuming by common sense and a desire to see outside what those around them would be preaching, James Shaw is calling for our laws to be looked at. Good on him. And in that, hopefully, is political gain. The chance for what I would guess is a not insubstantial group of New Zealanders who are into the environment, have broad-based green principles, but have been turned off over the years by the nutters who are the dangerous mixture of social engineers come communists. A true green party protects the environment, but not at the cost of jobs and progress. GE is progress. Yes, it's got issues. Yes, you need to be careful. Of course you do. But what, but, but, but what we're being to this point 
is unengaged. And like technology, governments are woefully behind the big brains of the sector. If GE can help farmers, it can help us all. Taxing our way to unemployment is a very blunt instrument to save the planet. Thank God a green like Shaw gets that and given his position is prepared to show a bit of backbone and basically do the right thing. Yeah, um, he says a green like Shaw, but I think the problem there is there aren't that many greens like Shaw. Uh, and if there were, they should probably splinter off, uh, have their own party, the Greens Light Shore party, maybe. Uh, well, I wonder where they'd stand on vaping, though. I'm deeply worried about vaping as a general concept, and it might well turn out to be it's one of those classic examples of the modern age in which we leap on one wagon having leapt off another, i.e. we want desperately to be smoke-free. But then vaping comes along and we delude ourselves that vaping's the answer to everything and we embrace it. Uh, only to find out that it's um, as damaging as smoking was in the first place. Because here, here are some stats for you. British American Tobacco. Uh, between 2007 and 2012, the number of nicotine users in their top 40 markets outside of America fell. And it went from 366 to 345 million people. 366 to 345 million. It's an astonishing number of people, isn't it? Think of that. It's only 40 markets. It doesn't include America. And they are but one company. And they alone have 345 million smokers. Most of those people, the difference between 366 and 345, of course, gave up for health reasons. And yet we find out from internal data over the weekend that the total number is back up because of vaping, because, of course, the cigarette companies are now into the vaping. It's back up to 362 million. So, in other words, it's only gone from 366 to 362. In other words, all the people who gave up smoking are now taking up vaping. So we've gone nowhere, the only hope being as they argue, and I don't even know that they're fully convinced it's true, that vaping is better than smoking. What if it doesn't turn out to be? You've, you've gone exactly nowhere. And the tobacco companies, the, they were the scourge. They were the ones we wanted to run out of business. They're doing just as nicely, thank you, as they ever were. How ironic is that? My problem with vaping is that it looks so stupid. Um, it, I don't know why it's so much smokier than smoking. Like, it just goes everywhere. It's this massive billowing cloud it's like you're trying to do special effects out of your head I don't know why anybody would think that's cool and the things themselves they look like some kind of sex toy don't they it's, the whole thing is just so weird and I want it to not happen anymore uh, we want uh, bad guns not to happen anymore so we've been buying them back uh, but are they all coming back what are these guns by my estimation, we've got about 4,000 of them back after about 18 to 20 meetings. So there were 15 over the weekend, uh, seven on Sat- eight on Saturday, seven on Sunday. There were a couple last week. They seem to have covered some of the fairly urban areas of the country or the high population density areas of the country. We've handed over about four, $6 million for 4,000 firearms. What I still can't work out... And it might be early days yet, given there are 250 meetings in all, of which we've held 20, so another 230 to go. I think we're still heading towards about 65,000 guns. Is that good or is that not? Or will we never know? This really is another episode of Mike Does Maths on the radio, isn't it? I don't know what's happened to him. I I had the theory last week, of course, that he's like the guy from uh, Perfect Mind, the mathematician who sort of slowly went insane as his maths got cleverer and cleverer. I don't know if Mike's maths is getting any cleverer, but he's certainly doing a lot of it. Uh, He's been doing some of the numbers around how much uh, Auckland businesses are losing at the moment. The government and the council, through their decision, 
are literally running you out of business. And these people have meetings every now and again. They go, this isn't fair. What can we do? And the best that the people building the City Rail Link have done is they hold, I don't know, little promotional meetings and ideas to invite you down to go and have a look at the business or maybe buy some stuff in your shop. But anyway, the upshot is in the real world, nothing happens. No one turns up. You've run out of customers and you're about to go bankrupt. And people are starting to ask people in charge as to what they're going to do about it. People like Phil Twyford and Phil Goff going, are you going to help these people? Is there a hardship fund? What happens when government decide to do something that affects others, i.e. your business? When you directly make a decision that directly impacts a business and runs them out of business, isn't at some point that your responsibility to do something about it? And Twyford and Goff were asked this over the weekend, and they are not committing to a hardship fund at all, which I find remarkable based on the fact that last week TV3 had a very good story about Linwood, my old uh, hood, and a couple of businesses that are going um, out of business there as a result of the, the, the mosque business on the 15th of March. And the government weren't doing anything about that either, despite the fact that Jacinda Dern wandered down and said, we are one. Well, no, we weren't. We weren't. But then all of a sudden, the very next day after the publicity of that story, Phil Twyford runs around going, oh, I've had another look. Oh, I might, might be able to do something about it. Why would you want to do something about Linwood and Christchurch, the victims of circumstances beyond their control, when you've got businesses also in Auckland, victims of circumstances beyond their control, that you are literally ignoring and literally watching go out of business? How possibly is that fair? And why isn't somebody doing something about it? So we've got not one, but two Phil's getting it wrong. Exactly. Do we have something for that, Glenn? Phil fluffs it. <laughs> yeah, nothing worse than being double filled. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, that was the rewrap. Uh, there's, there's, don't worry, there's only one of me. Uh, only one of Mike. Phew. That's a massive relief. Uh, that was the rewrap for Monday. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Uh, there'll just be one edition of this tomorrow, too.